This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. This is Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio, and I cannot believe it's 2022 already. Man, 2021, there were times it felt like it just crept by, and other times it was like, what? It's already December? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's very frightening. So today, Lisa Kessler from Book Lights is joining me, and we were going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff. And Lisa is an amazing person, host, slash author, slash woman in her own right. <laughs> so um, tell, tell the world, tell you know, the, the, the peeps about who you are, Lisa. Well, let's see. I write paranormal romances, and I just finished my 42nd book, so I've been doing it for a while. And right. I, yeah, super, super cool. It's exciting. There is a chance, yeah. I think, at the end of this year, I will finish my 50th book. So that's exciting. So that's one of your um, goals for this year. Yes, for sure. Okay. Yes. And, well, that's um, an excellent goal. Thank you. And I've been hosting Book Lights now, I think, for, I think I'm going into my fourth year. And okay. I have so much fun doing that. Although you have a rocking theme, my theme is more uh, let's sit back and sit in the author's studio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're jamming. <laughs> it's very. I feel like it's kind of seventies, you know, like like the beginning little, of a cop drama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't you just see him like strutting down the street, you know, mm-hmm. with a for sure Reader's yeah. Entertainment Radio. Yeah, like in the glass. <laughs> kind of like, you know what it reminds me of? The guy from, what's that? What's the uh, commercial with the guy with the emu? Like he puts his glasses down. Um, the um, insurance commercial, whatever that is. Oh, is it Liberty. Geico? Or... Liberty Insurance. Oh, yeah. Liberty. Okay. Yeah. And he's always <laughs> like, it's, he just, he, I mean, he plays the part well, but he's, it's kind of a goof. It just, it does. It feels like that. It feels like, like a 70s <laughs> cop thing. <laughs> Starsky and Hutch, yes, I'm dating myself. Oh, yeah, there but, you go. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but, well, I guess it could be Charlie's Angels, too. Like, they kind of strutted down the street, too. So, um, But, you know, differently. Anyway, so, yes, the 70s theme works. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, yours, yeah, yours is really mellow. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is, like, come sit by the fire with your book in the author's studio. <laughs> <laughs> Let's chill out, man. Yes, let's have some some tea and discuss yes. your latest release. Sure, let's have some tea. Wink, wink. Yeah, that's what it is. So yes. yeah, let's just mellow out. So that's a whole different genre in the, of the seventies type story. So yeah, well, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Um, right. So so what? I mean. I know today is kind of a crazy day on social media and everything because it is the one-year anniversary of the um, attack on the Capitol. And no matter how you think or feel about that, politically speaking, it was an awful day for the police officers Mm -hmm. that were there. And um, I remember watching it live and seeing Officer Goodman, like, getting people to follow him up the stairs and away. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. So – I just was so scared that they were going to obviously hurt him. Um, they were obviously right. there to, you know, mess things up. So um, there was a lot of really positive talk about him today online. It was nice to see. Um, oh, but, well, that's good. 
Yeah, I can't imagine how stressful that is for those for the people who work there. I mean, just every day mm-hmm. coming to work and you know, here you are. Um, but yeah, but I just say a big thank you to them and all the police officers that were there that day. I'm sure that was an awful day for them. So hopefully we can Definitely. suggest some really good, you know, really good distraction therapy, as it were, um, <laughs> when we're talking today, because I know everybody still after what a year and a half, almost two years of um, mask wearing and excessive hand washing and everything else, we're all feeling pretty exhausted by it all. Yes, I have learned that reading about dystopia is much more fun than living through it. Yes, it is. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't need to research that anymore, universe, so we can just let the plague go. <laughs> yes, right. Man. Well, and it's funny because, you know, I, I I was a trauma nurse for years, and so it's it when I when this first started, people were like, "We have to wash our hands more." And I'm thinking, y'all should have been doing this already, like, right? <laughs> should have been happening. <laughs> like, I don't know why anyone's upset, and and um, that was always. But the one thing I did notice is how much I touch stuff in the stores. Like, yeah, I started standing there with my hands in my pockets. And just kind of leaning in and instead of picking it up and, you know, do I want that and putting it back and not really processing that like 50 other people may have done the same and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we didn't used to have to think about that, but now. Right. All the time. You know. <laughs> so, yes, for sure. Sharpia, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm over it. <laughs> I'm good. So one thing that we found out over the holidays, for everyone who's listening, we were featured on Feedspot again as one of the top 25 podcasts to listen to. So we're very excited and proud about that. Um, it's always cool to see us on a list, like a good list. I haven't seen us on any yes. bad list. Um, but, but, yeah. If we are, please don't tell us. Yeah, I don't want to know. It's like if yeah, you, I'd rather if you not read know. a book, yeah, don't tag an author with a bad review. Same thing. We right. don't want to know. So, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. You're allowed it, to think uh, it, but just we don't want to know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, not every book. Not everybody. Um, everybody loves um, everything. You know, it just can't happen. Right. But exactly. one of the things I, I – I don't know if you flip through it, and I, I don't – I listen to some podcasts, but I guess when you start looking at lists, you're like, man, there's a lot of people who love books or book podcasts up there. I mean, there's – there are a lot of them, and they're really amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, there are yeah. so many book podcasts out there. And and different, just all sorts of different genres or, and, and titles are so clever and catchy. I mean, it's like, wow, that's uh, that it just looks like fun. So I'm glad we do this because I know that there are plenty of people out there who are always looking for the next next read or next uh, new author new to them. Um so that's what's one of the fun things about it. So tell me, what are some of the things that you're that are on your to do list for 2022, other than write your 50th book? Ah, uh, well, other than books, let's see. Um, <laughs> my daughter got engaged um, at the end of 2021, so oh, at some point there will be a wedding. They haven't set a date or anything, so I don't know if it will be in 2022 or not. But there okay. is something positive to look for on the horizon for me. <laughs> so sure. That's exciting. And, um, and let's see, I'm not sure. Everything's very book focused for me right now. Um, mm-hmm. cause my kids are out of the house. So I pretty much 
live at the computer. Um, my Well, I take that back. The puppy assistant has started agility <laughs> classes, and she just graduated Agility 1 with Flying Colors. So we'll How be fun. starting Agility 2 later this month. But, yeah, she jumps things and stops on tables and all kinds of crazy stuff. But she had so much fun. She loved it. So, so, so the puppy you're assistant do is hard at work. I don't know. Maybe. My mom used to do rallies with her um, dogs. She did agility and stuff. And so maybe we will. I don't know. I've never done that before. So, but I'm always looking for new, I always try new, new things because you never know what you could use in a book someday. And it's just fun. And it's fun to play with your dog. It makes them so happy. So. I know. Um, we got a puppy about a year ago, and she's actually, yes, she is uh, my office assistant at the moment. She's chewing something that she can chew. Um, <laughs> right. Which is, yeah, well, sometimes you're like, do you have a pen? Is that where my pen went? Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but she, um, yeah, she's funny. She looks kind of like an ADAT. You know, she's like really leggy and tall and, and like looks like that, um, which is funny because she's a dachshund mix of all things. So she likes like someone put her like really tall stilts. Um, (laughs) She's a tall dachshund. (laughs) She is. She's very leggy, very leggy dachshund. Uh, But yeah, no, I I find that those kind of fun things, those those things that people don't normally think about putting into a book, like you're talking about with the agility, uh, dog, uh, dog, um, what is it? Um, Agility, testing for the dogs or the classes. I mean, those can easily be put into a book, which therefore makes it research, which mm-hmm. therefore you can subtract from your taxes, right? Right, right. Yeah, well, <laughs> plus she is my puppy assistant. She's on all my social media feeds, so it's important right. that she be well-educated. <laughs> she's sleeping yes. right now. She's snoring. She's so worried about being well-educated. <laughs> yes, it's, it's her break. <laughs> She, yeah, she's she on doesn't lunch break. have a smoke break. Yeah, she has like second lunches, um, like a hobbit. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, fourteenth nap. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> it's in her contract. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, it's in the fine so, print that I didn't read. That's right. Yes. So, um, how many books did you get to end up reading last year? And are you planning to read just as many or more this year? Um. I have had, I've been listening to audiobooks since uh-huh. the um, pandemic started just because I have a really hard time sitting still and focusing. Um, <laughs> my anxiety yeah. is like, what are you doing? Um, so I find audiobooks much easier for me to focus on because I can do them while I drive or while I fold laundry or while I wash the dishes or, you know, then I can also be listening to a book. So I've been going through um, Kelly Armstrong's Canesville series, which I love. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love urban fantasy, it has lots of cool twists and turns with the CIA and Faye. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> interesting combo. Um, so anyway, I've been loving those. And of course, I've been keeping up with um, Patricia Briggs' Alpha and Omega series. That mm-hmm. just had a new book out too. And those are always really good in audio. 
the narration, I mean, is always really good. And if you've never listened to audio, somebody who's out there listening and going, oh, somebody reading a book to me. But that's what I thought audio was right. until my books came out in audio. And I thought, well, I guess I better listen and see if they sound okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> they're not yeah. just reading you a book. Yeah, they, they're they acting out the characters and you can tell who's talking. And they really, it's almost like the book becomes a movie, sort of. Um, because right. they really act it and bring it to life. And it's really a cool way to experience a book. Um, I'm just, I, I love it. I, um, I also listened to some of uh, Katie Roberts' um, uh, Desperate Measures of the First Wicked Villains series, which is super hot, so only for the grown-ups. But yeah. dang, and those narrators are something. I'm like, no one has a voice this low. <laughs> but <laughs> no one has a voice as deep as Jafar. Um, but those are really good also. <laughs> but just know what you're getting. Whew, have a fan. Um, and... <laughs> And let's see, what else have I read? I read some books for um, the Vivian's contest for RWA. But right. It's interesting when you judge contests, they often have you read books that are not in your genre, which I always yes. wonder about the judging that way, because I'm a paranormal urban fantasy reader. That's what I know and what I love and what I go to when I pick up a book. And so to have me suddenly reading a football romance, I feel like, am I judging this right? Because this isn't, you know, I wouldn't know if they were doing a great job turning that trope on its head because I don't, I don't read this, you know, so right. it's an interesting thing to think about because I think about, you know, so when these books win awards, they're winning it from people who don't really like that genre. So I'm like, huh. yeah. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thing to think about. But um, so I read a bunch of contemporaries for that. I I did read one really good historical too, and now I can't think of the name of it. I do love <laughs> historicals also because I think those translate with paranormal very much the same because there's big rules. You know, you can't marry yeah. that person because they're out of your class, or if you marry this person, there will be a war between the two countries and you know and all that kind of thing is very similar to the paranormal rules and arranged marriages and fated mates and all that kind of thing so I do really enjoy a good historical also how about you how was your well year? one of the things I mean I wasn't a big like you're saying I wasn't a big audiobook maybe it's because I'm home all the time and then my kids were home for a lot of the like the school year at the beginning of the year because right. of COVID and the schools right. were you know, limited. Um, and so I really couldn't listen to books on tape and get into it because if I, if I left the you room, I'd come back in. Well, it right. wasn't bad. It was, I'd come back in the room and they're like switching screens back to class. And I'm like, where were you? And you know, they're playing video games. I'm like, no. So I have to <laughs> stay in the room. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, so that was fun. Um, and, uh, you know, we're very fortunate that I can stay home and do that. But right. I, the, as for productivity, for writing, it was just like totally in the crapper. It was just bad. Um, but I did have, we did take some trips, and there was one trip I did have to go up to Fort Worth by myself, which was wonderful. Um, and, you know, my husband's like, do you want us to come with you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. 
like, because it was, it was for, I was giving a eulogy for a friend of mine, and they're like, do you want to, no, I don't want you to come, because I'd been around someone every day for like a year, and it was just like, right. oh, I want to be by I myself in the car, stay in a hotel room by myself, you know, and not have to share any food, and, you know, watch whatever I wanted, so, um, but one of the things that I uh, listened to, I had the book, and I had been reading the book, but I, I uh, Lauren Wilkinson's American Spy, and mm-hmm. I was reading the book, and then I was listening to the audio, and uh, the narrator is uh, Bonnie Turpin, and oh my God, it was just like listening to magic. I mean, she was amazing in narrating this book. I was just completely transfixed hearing her voice. Oh, I love that. And she was so beautiful in the different accents and languages, and I mean, it was just, it was amazing and the story was amazing um and then you know when i'd go back and actually find where i had stopped for the audio and then read i'd hear her voice you know um kind of like you do when you see a movie and then if you read the book after if you go back and read the book again you hear the actor's voices you hear you know the the music even playing in between you know the chapters right bridge um, so yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, one thing I will say is it was a very different thing to hear, um, and like um, sex scenes. And it wasn't in this one, but it was another book. And it was um, Adventures of a Curvy Girl, and it's it's pretty you know saucy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm driving, and I'm going, wow, this is just like <laughs> someone narrating, <laughs> right? All these different things. And I'm like. Huh. Yeah, and and you're like, okay, well, um, all right, you know, and and it was two, it was two voices, you know, it was a man and a woman, um, uh-huh. so it was very interesting to hear it out loud, uh, versus right. hearing it on just reading on the page. So yeah, it was a very different thing. But you know, of course, I'm in the car by myself again, um, for that right. one, and so like, yeah, kids, put your earphones on. Mom's listening to something. Yes. Um, uh-huh. that Mom's did not listening happen. to grown up things. Yeah, it did not happen, so nobody get weird. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So I would wonder how my books would translate into audio at some point. You know, it's like mm-hmm. how would that work? But you're right; the narrator makes all the difference. I mean, for sure, all yeah. the difference. So and so, so that, we're, you reminded yeah. me that um, if you haven't listened to Beach Read yet. You should listen okay. to that. Oh, the narrator is fantastic. And the premise is, the book is great, too. The premise is really cool. And But, wow, the narrator was fantastic. I, I just, I don't think I would have enjoyed the book as much as I enjoyed the audio book. And then right. I told my friends, and they all came back going, oh, my God. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> oh, she was fantastic. Yeah, so wow. Beach Read is really good in audio. It's a great. Book. I remember years ago when they first started doing audio uh, books, and it's. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, audio books." It's like, but you think back, it's not really that old of a thing to do. I mean, this is what in the past fifteen years it's really kind of taken off. Um, but I mean, they right. had books on tape before, but a lot of times, it, I mean, it wasn't like mainstream. And they were clunky. Yeah, because yeah, um, you'd have like sixteen tapes. <laughs> So. Yes, right. Like, we're like, very close. Who's still tape seven? I can't listen to the yes. next chapter. Someone stole it. Yes. Um, and no one rewound tape nine. <laughs> right. right. Yes. Kind of like blockbuster video. Be kind, rewind. Yes. No. Um, so uh, speaking from someone who worked at Blockbuster, um, but 
there was one time I remember I was walking through Barnes and Noble and it was you know you could get the book on tape and like you're saying it was like tape sexual tapes and uh, Debbie Mazur I don't know how you say her name but she was narrating Janet Ivanovich books and to me I was just like oh my god I can't even imagine how fantastic that has to be to hear her narrating those books because right. you can almost just it. it I'm sorry, I haven't gone back. I should go back and, and get one just to hear her voice because those books are hysterical and I can't even imagine her doing them. I mean, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A good narrator really makes the makes the book. But but if you're having a hard time focusing like me um, during these plague times, the audiobooks mm-hmm. have been a wonderful gift because you can keep your hands busy doing something else and still read, um, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my other dog assistant came in. She's yelling at the first one, go. Um, <laughs> apparently she's, she's um, not doing her job. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, so now they're going to go downstairs and wrestle. So yes, that's right. Downstairs, downstairs <laughs> with you. Um, so yes, let's run away for a little bit. So um, so we've got we covered that. But I mean, what are some of your other? I mean, has there been anything in particular that's helped you in the last year to really get your stuff done regarding writing? Has there been any like books on craft or anything like that that's helped you? Um, the biggest thing that's helped me during the plague is writing on Zoom with friends. Um, that's really the only way that I can, like, focus. Um, so we mm-hmm. we co-work where you you show up for sprints and somebody runs a timer and you just work for 30 minutes and then you come back right. and report how you did. So that keeps you off the Internet because you don't want to be the one person to go, uh, I was on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so, right. So, um, so during the uh, pandemic, that has been a lifesaver to be able to, um, you know, just get on Zoom and and write with people. And for some reason, just knowing someone else is working too makes you keep. I guess it's similar to going on a writing retreat in person. You know, I. The, I've only done that one time, but when we went out of town and we rented a B&B and um, we all wrote, and I did find that, you know, when you start having the little monster in your head going, I don't know, I don't know if this is good, maybe we should watch TV, you look up and everyone else's hands are on the you're like, okay, I'm going to keep writing. Yeah, and that creative energy in the room is huge. For sure. And you can do it virtually now that we all know how to use Zoom. So that has been that has been a, a saving grace. Also, I um, from other writer friends, I learned to time myself so I know about how many words I can get per half hour. And so I try mm-hmm. to make sure that I sprint enough times to make that happen. And, you know, so it's very, very Nora Roberts, button chair, hands on keyboard. Um, yeah. I don't have a magic solution, but but that seems to really work for me to get the words on the page. And readers, too, have been so fantastic because at the beginning of the pandemic, I felt like, why am I doing this? The world's on fire and, and mm-hmm. I'm writing people falling in love. This is, you know, I should be doing something to help Or And then readers were coming out telling me we need books with happy endings more now than ever before. And I thought, okay, so they really inspired me to, 
keep going and get those books out because people do need them. So, so that was wonderful. You always need hope. Yeah, there's always yes. hope. I mean, there's there's always a good spot somewhere, um, and we all need that because if we don't have that escapism even or just a really great story, um, like people were posting all sorts of stuff. Like uh, when they had the lockdown in Italy, people started just singing on their balconies and everyone was just mm-hmm. banging along or someone started playing a, a piano in their you know, apartment and, and someone else came out with a guitar and someone else, and it was just like you, you saw this kind of camaraderie of we're all in this together type thing and, and we'll get through. Um, and it's there. It's always there. I think that, uh, sadly, and this is this is our own monster that we created as people, uh, we tend to, you know, we like good stories, we like happy stories, but then we don't click those as often as we do the, the train wrecks, you know? And so right, right. maybe if we click the good stories more, um, there would be less, like, crazy reported um, for, right. for, you know, for clicks. Just for clickbait, um, right. Right. So it, it's just, it's very interesting to see um, what goes on. But I guess people are more, I guess people sometimes are more resigned to, well, it's all bad. It's like, but it's not. It's just right. not. <laughs> it's, I mean, yes, there's crappy things. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it's not all unicorns and rainbows. But sometimes, it, you know, moments can be, um, you know, very sparkly rainbows right. and unicorns. And that's okay. And there's never a bad time for a unicorn. Never, never, never. And a unicorn, a unicorn <laughs> holding a full coffee mug. Uh, I'm, I'm all in, you know, because that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> for sure. Glitter, unicorns, and really good coffee. That's what it's all about. Yes. Oh, word count. Yes. Those four things. <laughs> yes, those four things. <laughs> uh, uh. So, what is on your to-be red pile for this year? Oh, my to-be red pile. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I have to read the Morning Glory Milking Farm because everyone tells me that I have to. So it is on my I list. I have heard um, many things about this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not yes, so sure. Yes, the Minotaur yeah. Romance. Yes, I did get the sample of it and put it in my Kindle so I wouldn't forget. Um, and uh-huh. I did start it, and it, it is it is refreshingly, it has some dynamite world building at the beginning. Um, I haven't uh-huh. gotten to the actual milking, but the world building is something else. I, it's really great. <laughs> it's very well written. Um, so that's on my list. And um, I also just recently discovered, I don't know how I had missed it, but, um, oh, come on, Lisa. Come on, brain. Um, what is Oh, it's going to kill me that I'm I'm opening up my Kindle app now so that I can tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. What's her name? Um, oh, I I also read Run Posey Run, and that was that was way out of my usual genre, but it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, Gina Showalter, thank you. Gosh, Gina Showalter wrote a book about the evil queen from Snow White, who is my most favoritist villain ever. And I, I don't know how that slipped past me because it's a few years old, but um, that one's next up on my to-be-read list. It's called The Evil okay. Queen, and it has an apple on the cover, and I'm very excited about that one. Um, beyond that, I don't know what other books are coming that, that 
you know, I'm going to need to get right away. But for now, those are those are on my list, but I'm still finishing an audio book. I think I'm on the last book of the Canesville series of Kelly Armstrong's. Oh, wow. So busy. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, um, I mean, all sorts of stuff. There's one book called uh, They'll Never See Me or something like I'm trying to remember. But it's, it's about um, – a bunch of people that get together and it ends up that they're all sociopaths and then one of them dies, one of them's murdered. And so they're oh all trying to figure out who did it. And I'd Which heard all it? about these books. Yeah. And so, but it's told from the first, first person of one of the people there. Um, okay. So yeah. And, and someone had mentioned it because I'm in San Antonio and the author's from Austin. And so they're like, Oh, you should look at this book. So I thought, Oh, well, okay. And again, it's not like you're saying, it's not in my usual wheelhouse. I usually don't do thrillers, although I've read them before. Um, right. It's, it just looks really intriguing. Uh, so I wanted to try that one. I've been, I've been just trying to read more in general, like every day because I played right. way too much Angry Birds in 2021. Um, so, and really, <laughs> Those birds aren't going anywhere. They're just not, you know. Um, right. And neither are the pigs. So it's all good. But um, just trying to read more. Um, I started taking Mark Dawson's um, uh, tick. Uh, he, you know, he does the um, writers, uh, you know, advertising and marketing for yourself. And of course, now I can't right. remember what what his thing is. But um, he started a TikTok one this week. So I'm learning about book talk. And that's very interesting, okay. and my understanding is that they are – the book talk uh, world is very uh, voracious and immense. So learning how to I am tap on, into those I readers. am on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do not believe that I have learned how to tap in, but my daughter, who is younger and more into TikTok, has told me that I'm adorable and pat me on the head and <laughs> – so, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure that my TikTok brand goes right in with the rest of my brand, where my dork flag is flying super high. But you got to love it. I am on TikTok. <laughs> so maybe maybe one of our goals this year is to just get better at TikTok, and we'll see how we, how it goes for the for 2022. <laughs> right, right. We should Thank we you should so get much. we should get the podcast on TikTok somehow. I don't oh, know. We'll we should think about it. Okay, yeah. let's brainstorm it. So. But thank okay. you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You'll have to come on Book Lights sometime, except that's in the morning. But I can do it. But I'll you be could there. come on. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio. We've been talking to author Lisa Kessler all about what we're doing uh, in 2022 and all the amazing stuff we're going to do. So keep on listening to us, people, because we're going to do some amazing stuff over the next 12 months, and keep on reading. Please stay safe. This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe, and welcome to our circle.